This is the Cascade Hiker Podcast. Find us over at CascadeHikerPodcast.com. I'm a country boy with the soft side. My heart wanders up north to the hillside. Now I've never made anyone quite as beautiful as you. I'm your host, Rudy Gets It. I'm here to inspire you to get out on the trail. You putting in two-mile hikes, five-mile hikes? Are you still on the couch? Come on, let's go on a backpacking trip. I'm going to introduce you to some folks that have done that and a whole lot more. The next on the Cascade Hiker podcast, what's your name and where are you from? This is Autumn Cullen, and I'm from the Midwest, but I live in Sacramento, California. Oh, Sacramento. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's. Yeah. I, I love that area. You know, you're so close to so many things right there, right? Oh, yeah. I feel totally spoiled being near the mountains and the coast and Napa Valley. It's pretty wonderful. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I, I've, I've only been few, been through there a few times. I'm, I'm up here in Washington and stuff. But, uh, well, I, I kind of want to get into uh, hiking, just starting starting talking about hiking. Um, I know that uh, that you have five kids. And yeah, I can't, uh, you know, I, I'm really kind of, I, I guess my listeners will probably know that I'm, I'm kind of known for hiking with my kids. But I only have two. Mm-hmm. So let's talk a little bit mm-hmm. about hiking with five kids. <laughs> Well, last year was the first time I ever hiked with five children. Um, And the first time we went, it didn't really go that well. I probably went a little further than I should have. I had a child, you know, 100 feet from the view, start crying in the middle of the trail, (laughs) and I couldn't coax him up to the end. And it's just, you know, I tried to, and he was, no, he sat down, he was completely done. So I was like, oh, no, I've I've ruined it, right? First try out. But um, I promised ice cream when we got home. (laughs) So he popped back up and literally ran the rest of the way back. He was totally fine. He had been carrying, I found out later, this huge backpack full of rocks that he'd loaded himself down with. And so that made it a little more trying for him. But, um, so I was kind of, you know, I had the hope of backpacking, but with that first experience, I definitely got a little nervous, like, oh no, we couldn't even go a mile in and we weren't carrying packs. <laughs> well, he, apparently he was, but yeah, it was interesting. Yeah. So, uh, can you talk a little bit about the ages of your kids? Cause, um, you know, I've, I'm, I've, yeah. seen, I've seen pictures of your kids and they all look very similar in age for the uh, older boys. <laughs> Yeah, they are very close. The boys are four and a half years apart. Kale, my oldest, is 12. Kip is 10. And my twins, Finney and Remington, they are going to be turning eight in January. And then my daughter, Story Grace, she just turned four last week. Oh, wow. Wow, she's four. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. She's just really tiny. Oh, that's cool. Bitty bitty. Yeah, yeah. Um. So talk a little bit about then, so when you guys go hiking together, because um, you're the, the sole uh, hiker with them, right? Like you're the parent. Right, you're, correct. Cause, okay, yeah. Yeah, because mm-hmm. yeah, I know like when I go out, um, my wife doesn't hike at all. So a lot of people mm-hmm. are like, oh, I can't believe you're going out with two kids. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm sure you get that <laughs> no, all the time with five. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> people see me on the trail and they say all kinds of interesting things, but um I, I love hiking. I've really enjoyed it. And I want my children to be outdoors. We spend plenty of time at home on our screens. And so 
I'm just wanting to get them outside and this is the way I know how to do it. And it's just, I know it's, it's a little unconventional to have my mom and five kids out there, but the kids love it for the most part. You know, they, it does get old after a while, but um, we just kind of take it slow. We take plenty of breaks. I take snacks, of course, you know, like everyone else to make it fun, give them new treats. And um, I kind of have little, I have different little tricks I do. I mean, sometimes I'll let someone video the whole thing. So they're excited about videoing and taking pictures of flowers and, um, or we'll just try to see how many different animals we can find. I don't know. It's just kind of, it's, it's just what we have to do. You know, I don't have a choice. <laughs> this is If I want to be outside, I'm going outside with five kids. Yeah. Well, and they, they obviously don't have a choice either. I mean, that's the way, I don't know. <laughs> it, it's what it sounds like. And that's the way I hike with my daughters. Um, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, this is what we're doing today. And we're going to, you know, right. try the best to have fun with it. Right. 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 Yeah. And it's good. I think otherwise we're just going to sit at home and go stir crazy in the house. And so, um, getting out is just the best option. And it's very interesting because at first the kids um, might be a little hesitant, but by the time, you know, we can go a hundred yards and they're already saying, thank you, mom. Thanks for getting us out here. And at the end, my oldest, he always, always says, thank you, mom, so much. I really appreciate this. It's really sweet. Wow. That's good. Yeah. Well, so I, I would imagine that, um, there must be something, some kind of route, uh, you know, did, were you hiking as a kid yourself or, or mm-hmm. how, how did you find the outdoors? <laughs> yeah. Well, my dad is a definite outdoorsman and my mom too. Um, I think the first time I was in the wilderness, I was 18 months old. My parents took me in on, um, we packed horses in. And so they took us in about, I don't know, my, my older brother and I, seven miles in and we, did that. It was wonderful. And so I grew up every few years, we would pack the horses in and we'd do about a 110 mile loop and take about 11 days. And it was really amazing. I just know like, and I remember even as a kid myself being like, Oh dad, are we really going again? (laughs) (laughs) Like I remember that, you know, and now I'm dragging my kids out too, but it just made such a profound impact on me because I love it. I'm, I, it gave me a lot of, you know, even back then it gave me confidence and I, I felt very savvy in the woods, you know, I just felt comfortable. And so now it's the same thing. I'm like, I really want my kids to feel okay outdoors. Yeah. And it's one of the most, I mean, for for lack of a better word, it's one of the most natural places. Um, right. You know, there's no judgments. There's no, uh, there's no, I don't know. I try my best to have the no yelling. Uh, there's no, uh, you know, outside influence, <laughs> right. you know? Uh-huh. Right. I hear you. That's yeah. It's kind of how it is. It's, um, and, but for us, the thing that's really cool about being outdoors is I feel like things kind of, um, center a little bit because we don't have the screens. There's, Usually I go where I can't get the cell phone service. So there's no option. There's no one calling. There's no one texting. It's just us. And we're just chatting. Like the whole time the boys and I are talking, they're asking me questions. Like we really get to dig in, have deep conversations. So it's really, it just brings us 
so close. It's really amazing. Yeah. Well now, uh, let's go forward. Then you started backpacking. So, um, Mm -hmm. how, how was that transition? Because, um, I know how it is with my two girls and we've gone backpacking Mm -hmm. quite a bit. Um, we've done Mm -hmm. up to three nights or three nights out, I guess. Uh, Mm-hmm. awesome stuff but uh man that's a lot of gear a lot of tents a lot of stuff i mean <laughs> where do you go from you know from not backpacking to yeah. supplying all these uh, you know the gear yeah well you know i had not really even taken the kids the kids had not really even been camping before um i got this crazy idea to go backpacking so you know i took them on a couple hikes I took them camping once or twice, I think, maybe twice, and they loved it. They had a great time, and so I was like, I just called it good and said we can do it, and I started collecting gear. I think last year I bought backpacking stuff for one kiddo and took him backpacking, so I was like, well, I don't want to get too crazy here because I'm still like this. It was literally my second backpacking trip ever, and so I just took my son. He was the most gung-ho and my, um, I think he was nine at the time, my nine-year-old kid. So him and I went out and he loved it. He didn't complain. It was just absolutely heaven. And so I was like, okay, I saw how it worked with him. I can try to start figuring this out for the rest of us. And basically the way I do it is I just, you know, I get sleeping bag for each child, right? They carry their, they get their, they have their backpack. They've got a sleeping bag. They've got a sleeping pad, um, a few clothes and their water. And that's it. So I just try to keep it really lightweight for, you know, the twins, especially because they're only seven. And then the bigger boys, uh, I divide a tent with them and I carry my daughter, Story Grace, and I throw everything else in my pack, and away we go. I just kind of made it work, and we don't go that far so that it's not, um, I didn't want to wear them out. My dad always says, stop while you're having fun, you know, Hmm. and that's really what I want to do. Stop while we're having fun, so we're going to just start easy. I start very slow. We're just, you know, and then my kids, I mean, we got on the trail first, and we needed Within five minutes, we took a complete and total break. Like first <laughs> five minutes, everyone took their packs off. We're rearranging. I don't want them to be uncomfortable as they're hiking. So they say, oh, it hurts here. I'm like, okay, just take everyone, take your packs off. Let's kind of get it figured out now because I don't want them being uncomfortable as we hike. I just want to make it as, as good of experience as possible. We take a hike. I let, I seriously let them play for like 10 minutes after we've only hiked for five minutes. Okay. And I got all their packs back on and then we took off again and we did well, you know, then we went like 20 minutes and you know, we don't go that far, but it it works. And then we hike, you know, we take a break and then we go another 20 minutes and take a break (laughs) and you know, it's kind of a slow moving trail, but that's, that's how we do it. Yeah. And I'm kind of curious, uh, just, uh, I guess we're kind of diving deep here. Um, do you, when, when you take those breaks with your kids and they're taking their backpacks off, are you taking all of your backpacks and your daughter off as well? Um, for them, not always. So in the beginning, I, that for five minutes, I might resituate as well. So sometimes I'll do that, but 
once we get on the trail and I'm comfortable, then I don't do that. I always keep her on unless it's like, like maybe one time I will, but mostly I just keep her on because it's just so much work. I mean, I can't do it without the boys, you know, my 12 or 10 year old, they have to help me like buckle the packs on. Absolutely. So it's a lot of work. Yeah. And I, you know, cause I, I carried both my daughters when they were young and um, mm-hmm. not in the same situation. We didn't backpack. Uh, so, but I still remember not wanting to really take, you know, them off right. unless I really had to, because even then it was a lot of right. work, but I can't imagine having that. I'm sitting here looking at, I'm actually looking at a picture of you guys uh, in your uh, backpacking <laughs> moment. And so I'm looking at your backpack uh-huh. is huge. And, 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 you know, so it's just, it just seems like a lot of work. That's why I was asking. Oh, it is a lot of work and it takes, it actually is pretty time consuming for me to get my pack on and have story grace on and get everything buckled because my, you know, I, I have to squat down so that my boys can buckle us and I'm not that strong, you know, it's kind of a, it's kind of a load to be squatting and waiting for the kids to be buckling. (laughs) So yeah, it's, it's quite interesting. Wow. Well, you know, just the, the whole fact, I mean, I'm sure you've heard this before, but um, just from the outside looking in, taking five kids backpacking, even if you're not there hundred percent by yourself, I don't know if you've gone with other people but just just you taking five kids backpacking alone, um, that is just such an inspiration to people, I can imagine. Oh, well, thank you. I hope so. I mean, I, I didn't really have a choice. Yeah, I'm always going alone, except for this last time, you know, when Shanti Hodges went with me. But for for the most part, it's always just me and the kids. And um, and. I, I think it's important that I get my kids out there. And so I'm not going to let the fact that it's just me hold us back, you know. So I'm, I know I can do it. Um, I've been doing it. And so we're just going to keep after it. Waymarkgearco.com. Go over there and check out the packs. Like we said, he has some offered there. A lot of different colors to choose from in the through 38 and 42 liter packs at 210. Uh, and the 50 liter pack starting at 260. Uh, this little ad, we're going to talk about how you can get them very customized. And there's lots of links here on his website over at waymarkgearco.com. Go over to Mark's website and check those out. I mean, uh, he's got some really cool color schemes coming up in the future. I know I saw down at PCT Days, he had his sunset uh, model out. Uh, look for that in the future where uh, you can actually get multi colors. Uh, within just a single panel which is just it, it, you can customize these packs like just absolutely crazy so as far as the colors go and the, and like the accessories i've talked about too so go over there and at least check it out and follow on instagram waymarkgearco.com well uh, let's talk a little bit more because um you know <laughs> i guess for lack of a better word um your guys' story kind of went a little viral um you know, and, and I don't mean to say that in any other way, but, um, you know, I found out, you know, about you guys uh, by watching, uh, you know, the movie you just brought up, Shanti Hodges, and uh, mm-hmm. it was called like Meryl Magic. Is that right? Yeah, that was it. Mm-hmm. So can you talk a little bit about that? Um, why, wh- you know, what what was the magic? Why were they, wh- why, what was the situation? Yeah, sure. So 
I had been approached by Shanti Hodges earlier in the summer about writing an article. Um, and she's the founder of Hike It Baby. And so I said, sure, that was fine. She could write an article. And, um, but later on in the summer, she's like, well, I pitched it to Backpacker Magazine. And they would like, you know, to do if for me to do the story. And I was like, okay, well, that's fine. And then a little bit later, she said, well, they want me to go backpacking with you and the kids. And, you know, so I'm going to fly in and I'm going to backpack with you guys. And I was like, oh, okay. All right. That, and then that's totally fine. I thought that would be fun, lovely, but I'd already answered all the questions right, <laughs> that she'd asked me and I'm like, okay, well, we'll go. And so we're backpacking in very slowly, of course. And um, we get to the campsite and I see these like big cameras pointing at us and people filming. I'm just wondering what's going on. And I still didn't really catch on. I just thought, well, someone, it's gorgeous out here. Someone's taking pictures of something beautiful. Right. <laughs> and I, I, but I was kind of like going away from the cameras. Cause that's what I didn't want to get in their way. And they're like, no, come on over. And then I walk into this campsite and they're like, surprise, we're doing Meryl magic. And, We've got Backpacker Magazine here and Meryl, and we are surprising you guys with, and Meryl Magic is basically trail magic, you know, just wanting to do something kind and sweet for people on the trail. And so they blew us away. I mean, they gave us three tents. They gave us six sleeping bags and sleeping pads and, uh, you know, kitchen stuff and they, um, Meryl gave us gift cards for three years to um, get us all shoes and clothing and everything. It, wow. it was pretty amazing. Yeah. And they, they cooked dinner for us. They made us breakfast in the morning. It was amazing. I was completely shocked. Now, leading up to this, um, when, when she approached you with that, uh, the idea of her coming down and backpacking, had you already had a trip planned and, um, and then she just kind of joined along and this all, all happened or, or did she kind of help plan where to go and that kind of thing? No, we, um, I had just had a goal of, I had wanted to do four backpacking trips with the kids this past summer. And I'd done three and I was kind of wimping out on the fourth one. <laughs> And she was like, ah, I'm going to come down October 5th. And I was just like, well, okay, yeah, we'll just do it. You know, I have the nice. kids, we'll just go for it. And it wasn't any big deal because I kind of already wanted to do that last one. But I was like, yeah, I, I, we're probably good. I won't do it. And then she called us like, okay, we'll do it. No big deal. And so it's just um, Salmon Lake. I've been up to I go up to Lock Levin Lakes. It's on the on the way there, and I've been up there. Oh gosh, I went up there half a dozen times last year. So it was it was pretty cool. It's one of the places that we like to go. So yeah, that's perfect. All right, mm -hmm. well, um, you know, I I didn't want to make uh, you know uh, story uh, kind of the whole podcast, but I mean, really, um, I, honestly, I I was crying during the video. Um, Oh, I, I honestly was. And, 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 you know, it, uh, it, that's why I say that you hiking with your five children alone is an inspiration, but, uh, mm -hmm. you know, you hiking with your four boys and story, uh, 
it, it, it it's even more of an inspiration. Um, can you talk about um, what's going on with Story as far as, uh, you know, her sure. situation? Yeah. So when I was pregnant with her, I found out that she would have severe disabilities. They told us she would live one to two years and wouldn't develop past three months um, mentally or, you know, physically. And so I kind of was prepared for the worst when she was born. And then they said, well, she's developed a little bit more than that. It's not quite as severe, but they said, well, she has chromosomal abnormalities and she has microcephaly, just which means small head. She is legally deaf blind. She has severe osteoporosis. She has kidney disease. When she was born, she had holes in her heart. Um, she's a tough little girl. She's got a lot going on. And right now, she, um, you know, she just turned four. She weighs 18 pounds. She doesn't walk, talk, or eat by mouth. I have to um, tube feed her is what it's called every almost two hours, two to three hours throughout the day. And so um, it's kind of, you know, it's, it, it does add a definite challenge um, when going camping or backpacking or really even to the grocery store. Hmm. Wow. So, I mean, I don't even know where to start as far as, you know, backpacking and stuff. So, uh, you know, with her, so basically she's immobile. Yeah. So she has just recently, okay, this is so recent started crawling, which has been amazing. And it's, wow. it's not like a normal little kid taking off and crawling. It's kind of a slow, I'm working really hard crawl, but she's doing it. And she, she can set up a little bit, but she falls over quite a bit. So for example, when we go hiking or backpacking, if I take her out of the carrier, one of the boys comes over and they sit down and they are her little human chair. She <laughs> sits on their lap and she leans against, you know, their chest and they hold her and just kind of keep her safe and make sure um, she's okay. You know, that's kind of how it works. So anytime she's out of the carrier, someone is holding her. Wow. And then, yeah. um, talk. So I, I guess the, the first question, that was the question I had just because I'm thinking about it. You guys on a hiking trip with that, but, but, but honestly, the one that they, when I, when I watched your guys' video and I'll link to that in the show notes, so everybody can check that out if they haven't seen it already. Um, but, but the one that, that, that comes to my mind, I would imagine most people would be the eating. Um, you know, that mm -hmm. had to be a, a hard thing for you to overcome. Just be like, Wow, because that's such a an important thing, and here you are miles away from basically the safety of your home, you know, where I'm sure you've done yeah. most of this, her life, right? Yes, yes. It 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 was it's tough. Like there's no getting around it. It's not easy, and that was the thing I was most worried about. I mean, I started last summer thinking, okay, I want to take the kids backpacking. How am I going to make this work? But the thing is, you know, a lot of people that have tube fed kiddos, they feed them maybe like a liquid commercial formula, something like Pediasure. Um, but I don't do that for my daughter because I want to feed her as healthy. I want to keep her as healthy as I possibly can. Right. I, I'm at home. I make, um, you know, fruits and, you know, veggies and I give her good grains and just, you know, wholesome fats like coconut oil and I 
I make all that and then I throw it in the blender and I blend it and it's refrigerated. So how am I going to keep thinking, okay, how am I going to carry this big, heavy thing of liquid and keep it refrigerated while backpacking? You know, that's the thing I just couldn't get past was how am I going to do this? So what I did is I just started working through the whole problem and I decided to develop my own formula for tubies. And so now I do all of that and I do a powdered version and there's nothing else out there like it. So I make a powdered version for her and that's the only way that I can do this. It's the only way I can make it work. Yeah. Oh man. That's so, it's so, uh, I mean, it's, I, I don't even have words. To, this is, this is such a cool thing that you guys, that you're doing, uh, with your family and, uh, and for the boys. So, so now jump back to them. Um, they're seeing all this, obviously they're, they're a hundred percent involved. Like you said, with the sitting, yeah. uh, I would imagine with some of the feeding possibly. Um, oh, yeah. I know how oh, it yeah, is when you go boys. backpacking, you're always working <laughs> together, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. No. The boys are amazing with her. I mean, Kale and Kit, my older two, they've been helping feed her for the last four years, basically. And Kit, my 10-year-old, is super involved. He's very protective of her. These boys can use a feeding pump better than nurses, right? They do it all hmm. the time. And it's a little different when you're doing real food because um, it's a little bit thicker. You, you know, and then the way I do it, I'm always moving. I don't, we don't sit here and have it hanging from, you know, like an IV pole or anything. Like I've done that in the past, but we're mobile. And if the feeding pump and the bag tip over, then air can get in the line and uh, it alarms quite a bit. And then you have to go back and you have to get the air out of the line before it'll feed her. And it's a whole big process and the boys can do it and they will teach you how to do it. And it's amazing to see them. And so, yeah, they, totally pitch in they help feed her they help give her water um they are amazing with her sixmoondesigns.com hey i wanted to talk about the gatewood cape um it's a it's a shelter uh basically just like a solo tarp it's 10 ounces but it also doubles as um as rain gear so you can actually wear this as like a poncho hey, that's that's pretty cool i, I th- i'm just kind of surfing on their uh, website sixmoondesigns.com and kind of ran across this. So if you need a 10 ounce tarp that you can also wear as rain gear, <laughs> this is, this is the coolest thing I've seen. Honestly, uh, they've got the new version for 2018 and it says here, uh, it's the only one of its kind. And it's been, in, it was introduced in 2006 and it's been carried over hundreds of thousands of trail miles. So, uh, join the rest of the crew out there. Go to sixmoondesigns.com and follow them on Instagram as well. Tell them the Cascade Hiker Podcast sent you. Well, can you talk a little bit about possibly what's what's going on in the future uh, this uh, of your family here? Because um, you know <laughs> you, you had the goal of the four four backpacking traps this year and you did it. Uh, so do you uh-huh. have future plans? Have you started looking at next summer? Yeah. You know, the way I'm doing this, I'm literally just taking it day by day. It's just, I, you know, I don't know how things will be next summer. Just even with my daughter, like her health sometimes fluctuates. Um, and so I try to not get too far ahead of myself. Mm. Like in my head, I'm like, oh, maybe we can go do this trail. And then I like 
I wanted, I was thinking about desolation. I was up in Tahoe, desolation wilderness and kind of wanted to go do a trail. And I was like, well, maybe I could take my kids. And then I went and did it. And I'm like, what was I thinking? My kids will never do this. <laughs> it's way too much work, you know? So I don't know. I haven't set any big goals for us. I know I want to keep going and I want to get it back out there. I need to, um, this is what winter's for to spend my time researching and figuring out what we want to do. So yeah, if people have great ideas for me. I need them. Yeah. Uh, well, and, and it sounds like you found a community. Um, I don't know if you're involved with hike a baby or, um, mm-hmm. you know, you have other yeah. friends that hike probably. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah, I'm a part of hike it baby. And mostly though, the way I do it is I hike and I drag people with me. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to go hiking? Let's go. You want to go backpacking? Let me teach you. I'll take you. I, um, so yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. I haven't, um, just since I'm so new at this, you know, I just started last year. I'm just now getting into the hiking and backpacker community, which I've fallen in love with. I mean, everyone on the trail has been amazing and so sweet. I mean, I had this random man, him and his family were out there and I'm, I was, was in for a couple of days with the kids and he hiked out all my diapers for me. <laughs> I was oh, like, wow. yes, thank you. Because he'd hiked in his kiddos stuff and he's like, I'm doing two trips. I'll take your stuff, your trash too. I'm like, oh, thank you. So yeah, it was really sweet. But yeah, the community has been amazing. Mm. Well, you just brought up the diaper situation too. Like I didn't even think about that as well. I mean, you know, because when I started backpacking with my daughters, um, let's see, I guess they were three and, and eight. So yeah, I mean, it's like, wow, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we didn't, mm-hmm. we, I, I guess I specifically didn't want to do the diapers, but you don't have a choice. No, I don't have a choice. It's, and it's, and that's fine. It just gets to be a lot of weight to carry back out. You know, when we did the two night, mostly we just go for one night. When we do the two night, it starts, um, getting to be a little much. Um, so, and that's, I just have to suck it up and do it. That's I don't have a choice. So that's how we do it. We just, and I, I'll hit, I'll put a wet diaper in one child's backpack, another wet diaper in another. So <laughs> I'm like, okay, boys, you have to carry wet diapers. Oh, mom. Yeah. But that's, that's just how we do it. Yeah. Well, it's like, like I was saying earlier, you know, it's, it's, it's a team effort when you go out as a family, I yeah. think. So, um, yeah, it really is. Wow. So, uh, I don't know if you um, feel comfortable talking about uh, like the future, like, so not, not necessarily the future, but the current situation with story. So you mentioned mm-hmm. that, that when you were pregnant with her, they kind of made some projections. Um, so right. obviously she made it past that, that uh, first yeah. projection. So how's she doing so, now? Yeah. Yeah. So now um, most doctors won't say too much about it because there isn't anyone else in the world like her. She has two different chromosomal abnormalities. Um, I found one, there's a few kids that kind of have that. And then the other, the other duplication, 20 P duplication. Um, I've not found anyone that has that. So there's just no one like her. So usually when I go to the doctor or the ER, the hospital, anyone, they're like, okay, so tell me what, you know, teach me about your child. And I explain things to them and then we make decisions based on that. And, but her neurologist has gotten to know her really well. And he's just thinking, you know, it's possible for her to live definitely maybe to late teens, maybe twenties, probably not, you know, 30. So it's really, you know, it's really difficult. She could, um, 
get sick and go at any time, you know, that's just kind of the nature of the game. And I try not to dwell on that because any of us could get in an accident absolute any time and be gone the next day. Uh, But we don't know, you know, we don't know. That's very true. And you know, if you were um, that concerned about it, then you would be missing out on such awesome memories of backpacking with her and your four boys. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, the way I look at things is that, I want quality of life for her and for my children. And it's really important to me that they don't see their sister as a hindrance to our life. Like, oh, well, we have story grace, so we can't live. We can't get out. Mm. We have to stay home and we have to be in a bubble. And I want them to know that she enriches our life. She adds value to it. I mean, I used to explain to people that, you know, your world is black and white, but I see the world in color because I've had such deep sorrows and heartbreaks with her that everything looks that much more bright and beautiful because of her. Each tiny little, like even smiling, I didn't know if she would smile. Like you just don't know these things with her. It was just so, you know, a lot of, some of these kids, they don't smile. Some of them, they don't hold things in their hand and she's kind of grasping a little bit, but she can't keep the toy in her hand. So it's amazing how much in life we take for granted, you know? And so she enjoys being outside. She loves it. She, she loves to be in the carrier right next to me and carried. It's just, she falls right asleep and she's super happy and she loves the tent. I don't know if it's the way the light shines <laughs> through or what, but like, she just, she likes being in the tent and part of the action and she gets held constantly. So of course I'm sure that's even better. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's cool. Well, uh, can, mm-hmm. do you have anybody, um, you know, without calling names out or, or pointing out mm-hmm. any kind of friends or family or anything, but, uh, did you go through any kind of, uh, people trying to put their fears on you? Um, you know, when you, when you, <laughs> yeah. it happens a lot. I mean, it happened to me even, oh, yeah. um, you know, mm-hmm. so it's, it, yeah. You know. Oh yeah. So not my family, no one in my family, because I mean, my dad is super experienced in the wilderness and he drugged me along with him. And I, you know, I think my dad has a lot of confidence in me, but yeah, when here, when I was going, even the first time I was going to do my like, going solo in desolation wilderness. I had a lot of people say, are you sure that's wise? You have five kids at home. You've got to come back. And I called my dad. I'm like, dad, am I, am I being foolish here? Like, is this ridiculous? Cause I felt confident. I knew I could do this, but then I had other people. Yeah, definitely like questioning and you know, I started to get a little concerned and he's like, oh my goodness. He's like, Auden, you've been doing this for years. You're, you know, a combat medic. You have got this. You know what you're doing? And I'm like, okay, you're right. He doesn't even say, yeah, call me when you get out. He's like, see you, have fun. Nice. <laughs> he might, you know, it's totally, you know, he just knows that. And even, you know, there are risks. I know that. Um, but I don't want to live in a bubble. I want to live my life. I want to enjoy nature. And it's just so peaceful out on the trail. It's kind of, it's very life-giving. So yeah, I had people that were concerned 
And, but I, you know, I give them my plans. Here's where I'm going. Here's when I expect to be back. And, um, I just, at first I, I, I listened because I don't want to be a foolish person, right? I want to be thoughtful and take care of my family and do well. But then after kind of just weighing it and thinking it through, it's like, no, I have what it takes and there are risks to getting in the car. So this is, this is one of the risks I'm willing to take. Yeah. Well, what about, um, so you, you decided and you went on that hike to the desolation wilderness and you got over your fear, uh, so to speak, or other people's fears maybe, but what about your own kids? Um, did they have any fears and did that help, uh, you know, were you able to help them overcome that as well? Yeah, they didn't really have too much fear. I, I kind of think fear is learned a bit, you know, and I've never been like, Oh, the bears will get you or, mm. you know, say anything like that. I don't, I don't talk like that to my kids and I don't let people talk like that to my kids. And I just teach them safety. You know, here's what we do if we encounter wild animals. Here's what I know. Here's how we're going to do things. But um, we don't dwell on that stuff. We move right along. And, you know, they'll ask some questions. Are there bears out here? Yes, there are bears out here. What are we going to do? I'm like, well, this is we make a lot of noise. You get big. And, you know, I just, you know, I just explain it very matter of fact. You know, kids... They they just sense fear, right? And I'm just very matter of fact about it. Oh, this is just how it is, and moving right along, and we go on to the next conversation. I'm not going to sit there and dwell on the scary things. Yeah, we're gonna educate. We're gonna educate, and then next topic. That's perfect. I like that a lot. Um, what about uh, what about people that you try to encourage to go out? Um, what do you say to them? How do you how do you encourage other people to do what you're doing? Well, I just share how helpful it's been for me. You know, I felt peaceful and very centered and just, it was amazing. And I, and the joy just kicked into my life. And so I am always saying, you want to go for a hike? Let's go for a hike. You want to go backpacking? Let's go backpacking. Because I see what it's done for me. I see what it's done for my family. And I just, and I know a lot of people, they get, they're worried about water. They're worried about all kinds, you know, the animals, they're worried about sleeping on the hard ground, all these things, you know, but I think for a lot of us that enjoy being in nature, once you get out there and you experience the peace and the beauty that that kind of melts away. It's like, yeah, okay, maybe the ground is hard, but I woke up with the sun shining in my face and Mm -hmm. it was gorgeous, you know, and you kind of get past that. And uh, I know I took a friend a few weeks ago and she brought her journal and she woke up and she had her coffee and she just journaled for an hour or so while the sun was coming up. And I, I did the same thing. I went out on the rocks and sat by the lake and it's just, it's wonderful. That's cool. Well, uh, what about, uh, what, oh yeah, I already asked about the future. Um, 
have your kids expressed any of like, hey, I want to bring a friend along or, you know, have they gotten to that point where they're trying to do the same thing you're doing with, with your friends? <laughs> yeah, no, they definitely want to bring friends along. It's so, it's so fun with friends, right? Yeah. They want to, and, um, I would, I would totally take friends for them. Um, but not that many kids I know have backpacking gear. Can you believe that? I mean, I don't understand it, but <laughs> <laughs> they just don't. And so that's been our issue. I would totally, um, take other kids with us, but we don't, um, we haven't had the gear for them. But, um, I, I think next summer, that's definitely something to do is invite some families and just say, Hey, you want to go with us? I think my kiddos would love that. Just be hog heaven for them. That's cool. Well, I guess at some point, um, you know, they say, uh, let's see in a wilderness, I think, you know, usually you can only have 12 heartbeats per uh, group. Is kind of what they what they say. So like dogs and um, and people, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you mm-hmm. guys are you guys are sitting at six already. So yeah. <laughs> I'm already a group here. Um, yeah. Well, I we've got plenty of friends that have only you know a couple kids or a few kids and one mom and three kids and so yeah. We'll just slide in right below that. <laughs> I was just trying to mess with you a little bit. <laughs> Hey, Autumn, how can people find you if they want to kind of maybe check out some pictures of you or, or, or follow you on uh, social media? Yeah, and they can find me on Instagram at Raisem Wild. That's R-A-I-S-E-E-M Wild, W-I-L-D. <laughs> that's, a, that's a cool name, too. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's so awesome and so encouraging. And I just I really hope people check out that video. And honestly, um, you know, I, I, I get what you're saying with the, when I asked the question about next summer and stuff, and, and I can really appreciate the fact that, you know, you do have to take it one day at a time. And, uh, um, I, I just want to say thanks so much for, uh, for telling your story and, um, and for coming on the Cascade Hiker podcast. Sure. Thank you so much for having me. All right. That's the show. Thanks so much for tuning in. Don't forget to join the Patreon page. Find me at patreon.com slash Cascade Hiker podcast. Also, hit me up uh, with an email, Rudy at CascadeHikerPodcast.com. Find me on Facebook. My Facebook page is Cascade Hiker Podcast. Twitter, find me at N underscore Cascade Hiking. And I'm Cascade Hiker Podcast on Instagram. Thanks, Whiskey Fever, for letting me use this track here, Tall Grass, off their album, Gonna Wake Up This Whole Town. Go find them at ReverbNation.com slash Whiskey Fever. Hey, see you next week. You were sweet like honey on a heartbeat You were fine like wine in the sunshine I could feel you coming on strong Could never be wrong, could never be wrong See her laying down in the tall grass Playing mandolin in a white dress I come running when I hear that song It could never be wrong, it could never be wrong Where you wanna run, baby, I'll run would leave this world for a beautiful girl if I could just find you.